And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. I'm John Ray, alongside Frazier and Dieter Alpharetta office partner, Roger Lesby. Roger. Well, good morning, John, and thanks again for reminding me that this is actually our first show of the new year. First show of 2021, and uh, I know you've got some great plans for this year, so uh, this yeah, is the first I, of many I good think, ones. I think we're going to have a lot of exciting uh, guests and a lot of uh, great companies on. Awesome. We're looking forward to that. But uh, first, let's get to this exciting guest. We've got a really uh, interesting uh, company and guest to talk about uh, today, uh, uh, Jerry DeMonch. And Jerry is the CFO at Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. Jerry, welcome. Thanks. Well, great to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. Yes. So uh, tell us a little bit about Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. How are you serving the market out there? Okay. Um, Sonoma Pharmaceuticals is a global healthcare leader in developing stabilized hyper, hyperchlorous acid. It's a natural um, agreement. Uh, uh, substance that we make and um, it uh, it has several applications in wound care, eye care, dermatology, and animal health. And uh, it, it kill as our CEO likes to say, it kills bugs. <laughs> um, it, it, it has um, antipuric, antimicrobiology, uh, and various cleaning um, uh, ingredients and um we we sell in 54 countries um around the world and it's exciting products our most recently our um, products have been approved in australia and canada to kill covid19 and they're used on airplanes um, by boeing and airbus um, we don't have the approvals yet in the united states but um in other countries we do uh we have disinfectants that kill covid um, yes. I've, I've been with the company for about four months as CFO. I have about 25 years experience in life sciences and healthcare, uh, uh, SEC reporting, finance accounting, and things of that nature. Yeah, so this is a really exciting new com or new client for our firm, John. Uh, Sonoma Pharmaceuticals is a public company, and they just recently moved from California to Woodstock, Georgia. So they've got an Atlanta headquarters. And so we think that that's exciting as well. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's get to that here in a little bit. But I, I'm, I'm interested in hypochlorous acid. So is that Tell, talk a little bit more about that HOCI for short. I guess it is. Yes, yeah. So is this is this uh, talk about like how, how the advantages of of this uh, compound versus others that are out there for similar uh, treatments? Yes. Uh, like I said, it's natural, and the body produces HOCl. Mm. Uh, we, we've been around 20 years and we were the first company to manufacture HOCL products. So that's interesting. Um, we also, um, we have a manufacturing process where we're able to stabilize it and produce it. Um, like I said, it's natural and those are some of the advantages. Uh, one thing in terms of wound care, et cetera. Our product actually relieves itching and burning, and it, it helps with the body's natural healing, where some of the other compounds that you can buy uh, don't do that. 
Uh, one thing with ours is we re actually reduce scarring as well. Um, the HOCL um, reduces scarring and things of that nature. And Jerry, you were also saying that you had some products that were pretty successful right now with against COVID-19. Yes, yeah, in, in Middle East and in Australia and Canada, they're using it um, uh, as a disinfectant. But we're not strictly a COVID company. We have other products. Um, uh, and so going forward after it, when COVID ends, we, we have other products. So we're, we're not strictly tied to COVID. Sure. Yes. Sure. So, so this uh, compound, HOCL, I, said, yes. I think I said HOCI, yeah. HOCL, uh, because it's... It is I, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you were right. Okay. HOCI, <laughs> so um, uh, I, I assume the attraction is because it's naturally occurring, a natural, that there's, the side effects are little to none. Yes. Uh, and it has all the, the benefits of being a natural product versus something that's made in the lab, as it were, or generated in a lab, right? Yes. Right. And it, it is, um, we, we haven't got the green, we could if we wanted to, but we haven't got the green seal, I guess I should say that, but it is natural. And we, over the history of the company, we've had very limited side effects. Um, no, almost no adverse events. So, um, never a product recall or any of, of anything like that. So it is safe and effective. Now you mentioned uh, you mentioned COVID. You mentioned uh, wound care. I, I see in the show notes here we're we're talking about other uh, applications like eye care, nasal care, oral care. You want to talk about any of those? Yes, um, yeah. we recently launched. We sold our first order of a dental product that's used for root canals. Uh, and it had some interesting studies behind it. Uh, we do have the study posted on our website if people want to uh, look at it. I'll get the website at the end of the show. Sure. Um, the It's used for root canals. Again, one of the things that's very good about it is it's natural where a lot of um, the current products used for root canals have chlorine in them, and they're more toxic. So, um that's one of the advantages of our product in the dental market. But we're in the early stages of that. We'll, you know, we'll be rolling that product out. We also have a product that, uh, or we're trying to get um, CE um, approval for a, a product that kills gingivitis. Um, since it's safe, you can gargle with, with it and it, you know, we think it can kill gingivitis. So we're working towards getting approval for that in the United States. Wow. Uh, so these, your products are all FDA approved or have to go through the FDA approval process then? Uh, yes, the yeah. 510, 510 clearance. Mm -hmm. the, not the straight, uh, we don't go through phase one, two, or three, the normal, like a drug would. Right. We go through 510K clearance. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. And that would be for anything sold in the United States. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Gotcha. Um, and one of the things that uh, I notice is uh, that uh, there's a, a, an acceleration of healing yes. relative to other uh, 
products. Uh, talk more about that. That's that's an awfully interesting uh, aspect to your products. Yes, it oxygen oxygenates the area and it, it assists with healing. And you can put our product right in the wound bed, and it's it doesn't burn and things of that nature. Um, but it it helps the, it, with the body's natural healing process. Jerry, talk to us a little bit about the recent decision to move all your manufacturing down to uh, Mexico, one of your wholly owned subsidiaries. Yes. Um, previously, we had manufacturing in Northern California, which uh, I don't, probably the most expensive area in the United States to manufacture. Um, and uh, the factory was. 20 or the manufacturing facility was 20 years old and was going to need certain upgrades and we have a state-of-the-art facility in Guadalajara and uh, we made the decision to move all the manufacturing to Guadalajara. Um, We can run three lines there and produce more than enough um, product there and uh, it's state-of-the-art. I haven't seen it yet because of COVID. I can't travel (laughs) there but um, from what I'm what I'm told, it's state-of-the-art facility and manufacturing costs are much lower in Mexico. And um, what was I? We got FDA clearance and everything for the manufacturing facility in Mexico. So um, we also have ISO certifications along with um, uh, FDA clearance. Great. So, you know, very, very kind of exciting and, uh, you know, some of the big decisions that this company is making. Yeah, yes. for sure. Folks, we're here chatting with uh, Jerry Devonch. Jerry is the chief financial officer with Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. Um, so, Jerry, walk through that that process of moving your manufacturing to Mexico, moving your headquarters to um, Georgia from yes. from California. Um, did that all occur at the same time? And talk about some of the issues that that go into that okay. uh, for those that are considering that, because we, we want some more of those folks to come from California to Georgia. So Yes. Um, in terms of we did do it at the same time, as long as restructure um, our sales force in 2020. So we we shut down the Petaluma facility, moved to Georgia, and then moved the manufacturing to Mexico and moved the headquarters all at the same time. Um, I joined in September, so um, a lot of the transition had already occurred, but, um, you know, it went relatively smoothly, and um, uh, there's always challenges with... um, staffing and things of that nature, but Atlanta's a great market in terms of um, having qualified candidates and things of that nature. So, um, Yeah, and we got a great airport yes. when, when travel does come back, so yes. that'll be a good thing. Yeah, so um, Atlanta was a logical destination to move the corporate headquarters to, and, um, you know, I think we are, the area's um, from what I can see is developing other pharmaceutical companies and biotech companies mm-hmm. coming into the Atlanta area. Um, I, I do see some startups from time to time that have come to the Atlanta area. So hopefully that will continue in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And then tell us about the other subsidiary, the one that's in the Netherlands. Yes, um, that's mainly a dis- uh, a distribution facility, sales facility in the Netherlands that services Europe. 
Yeah, so um, that's really your sales arm for the, 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 the European countries. Correct, mm -hmm. yes. And uh, we also have, uh, from our Mexico facility, we service the rest of the world um, from a sales perspective. Most of our international um, sales come from distributors. So we have distributor relationships in the um internationally we had a we have a direct sales force in the united states but we're also in the process of building out our distributor uh um network in the united states for example um, we signed an agreement with mana pro um for animal health care products and they they distribute it on chewy.com and some of the animal health websites um, and so now we have a, a new administration uh, coming in this week. Yes. And uh, I think uh, we were discussing outside, but but we think that that may bode well for the healthcare industry as a whole and, and pharmaceutical companies in uh, in particular. Yes. Yeah. We're hopeful that that's the case. Um, it seems like uh, the administration will be kind to technology and using technology. So um, we're hopeful that that's going to uh be good for the pharmaceutical industry right so so your economic uh, outlook then is 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 upbeat uh for the united states we don't give guidance so i of course i not. don't <laughs> i don't give uh we made a decision in terms of uh guidance uh that for the time being that we don't give guidance but um you know we're upbeat about our business and um we have I think it's like uh, 20 products to still develop in the United States. Um, so we feel like we have a, a rich pipeline and that there's opportunities for growth. Um, so, um, yeah, I was going to ask about that, actually, yes. uh, since you brought that up, product development. So what 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 areas are you focused on there, and and I, I know you can't talk about all all the details on that, but but maybe you can give us some general thoughts on on where your focus is on new product development. Uh, we do we did move our research and development to Mexico. A lot. Uh, we did close a Seattle office for R and D. We still can invest in R and D. Uh, the one thing is. We have products that we sell in Europe and the rest of the world that have not been commercialized in the United States. So we think that's an opportunity um, to develop, to, to bring some products that are successful in other countries to the United States. So um, that's an area we're looking at. We're also looking at over-the-counter um, we can produce both over-the-counter and um, uh, prescription drugs. And so we're looking at over-the-counter is a, another area. And we've, re, we've mentioned that publicly. So Sure, <laughs> sure. Yes. And uh, just for our listeners, uh, the stock exchange that you guys are listed on and maybe your uh, call symbol? Yes, uh, we're listed on the NASDAQ, and it's SNOA, SNOA. And our website is www.sonomapharma.com. Awesome. Folks, we're here with Jerry Devonch, and Jerry is the Chief Financial Officer of Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. And just a quick reminder that uh, this uh, inspiring story of business success is brought to you by Frazier & Dieter. 
Frazier & Dieter is an award-winning international CPA and advisory firm with deep technical expertise and an even deeper dedication to their clients. Their CPAs and advisors believe in investing in relationships to make a difference. For more information, go to FraserDieter.com. So, uh, Jerry, talk a little bit about, I guess, the just in general, because you can't talk about the specifics of your own public company, but talk about the the ins and outs of being public today. Yes, and 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 some of the issues that particular issues that you see. Uh, and maybe some advice to others that might be thinking about going public. Okay. Um, with In terms of being public, I, one of the nice things is access to the capital markets, but um, you do have the regulation of working with the SEC and things of that nature, the cost of um, being a public company, uh, of Sarbanes-Oxley, as well as... Um, your regulatory filings. Um, so that's an area in private industry that you you have a little less uh, regulation to to work with. But um, and the main benefit I think is access to the public markets and um, capital when you need it. And let's uh, let's get into um, I, I guess the the state of the capital markets, I mean, and, and what what you think your uh, uh, access to those markets will be? I mean, do you see yourself raising capital as, as time goes on, or is that is are, are you pretty much self-financing at this point? I mean, how, how, how does that looking for you over the next couple of years? Uh, it's hard. I can't comment publicly right. about um, our plans, mm-hmm. but um, we did get the company, our CEO joined the company 18 months ago. We were probably on the brink of insolvency and she turned the company around. Oh, wow. um, We have an exciting story there. And last quarter was the first quarter in the company's history that we were profitable from operations. So, Mm -hmm. and when she took over, the company was burning $4 million a um, quarter. like I said, we've got that to profitability. We've cut expenses and things of that nature. So um, having, we're not burning as much cash. Actually, our cash has gone up this year. We had some warrant exercises and things of that nature. And we got, we also did get a PPP loan. Hmm. Um, and, you know, our cash is uh, higher than it was at, at last year end. So, um in terms of that, I can't comment on when we would do another raise. Sure. We think that we have a compelling story, though, and that um, uh, I'll leave it at that. We have a compelling story. <laughs> wow. Yes. A, a, re- a recovery during an, a pandemic. Usually it's going the other way. Yes. Uh, but that's that's an exciting uh, story to tell. Um Talk about some of the issues that that the, I know you worked through with the company through all that period of time. But talk about some of the issues that were involved. Um, obviously, the the moves uh, to cut expenses in terms of locations. But uh, talk about some of those tough decisions that uh, the CEO made to get to yeah. this point. Uh, I, she had to make tough decisions. Uh, she did do an equity, a small equity raise when she started to, to keep the company afloat. Mm-hmm. And then 
Um, you know, they made some tough decisions to cut expenses and, and get closer to profitability. We did grow revenue at the same time, so that made um, life a little easier. Um, but the the move to Mexico has significantly cut our um, cost of goods sold, and by by making um, some other cuts to the sales force and things of that nature, we we were running about four million dollars of operating expenses a quarter, and we're down closer to. 2.2 million so we've saved quite a bit of money in operating expenses there are challenges with that you have less people so obviously um uh but but probably a, yes. a, a big focus towards product development and mm-hmm. in, increasing sales yes and um i think that that is to be expected yes wow what a great story um so what Talk about uh, maybe what you see ahead, what you're able to talk about uh, as a public company in uh, 20, 2021, 2022. Uh, what should folks be looking for from Sonoma Pharmaceuticals? Uh, like I mentioned before, we have a lot of products to commercialize in the United States. So we're hopeful that that can be a, an opportunity for us. Um, and what's the time frames on those? I mean, how, I mean. Having come from some healthcare company backgrounds myself, I, I know that the time frame to get new products approved can be very lengthy. Yes, and uh, and, and frustrating at times as well. Okay, uh, in some of the cases, we already have the five ten k clearances. So, right. so you're piggybacking on that. So right? we've already gone through the approval process. It's just a matter of um, commercializing those products. So. Um, we are making plans to do that, and um, those are some areas we're we're looking to grow. We also think we can grow internationally as well. So um, uh, we're hopeful that you know it's it's going to be good the next few years. I can't comment a lot on it just sure. because we're a public company. Sure. Yes. And what are the what are some of the particular issues that you're having to address? in a COVID pandemic environment when it comes to new product development? Or how does that affect you, um, if at all? And it doesn't affect us a lot. Um, there are challenges, especially with people working remotely and things um, uh, that are a change and you have to address from the finance perspective, adjusting your controls and internal controls to deal with people who are working remotely as Mm. opposed to in the office. And so there are changes there um, in your internal controls from a finance perspective Uh, on product development. um, Like I mentioned, we moved the um, manufacturing to uh, Mexico, uh, the manufacturing and R&D to Mexico. So um, we're continuing to develop um, products. And uh, I guess talk about the human resources issues that are there involved in. I mean, you had, I assume everyone was at the same place in California, more or less, other than these international offices that you mentioned. Um You've got folks scattered out a bit more than you had previously, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, we make use of Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> the new business model, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. Zoom and uh, go-to meetings are, have a lot more um, uh, focus now. In terms of the HR um, issues, I, I can't, like I mentioned, I just joined four months ago. So um, a lot of the uh, issues that they went through with regard to the shutdown were passed when I joined. Right. Yeah, yes. Because, I mean, when you joined, we were in the middle of it. Yes. Okay. Jerry Devanche. Jerry is Chief Financial Officer of Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. So, Jerry, as we're wrapping up here, um, maybe you can uh, once again give folks a little bit uh, place where they can connect, uh, website, what have you, and uh, other information if they're interested in learning more. Okay. Uh, like I mentioned before, our website is www.sonomapharma.com, uh, and our phone number is 800-759-9305, sorry, 800-759-9305. Okay, Jerry, well, thank you again for being our guest, and uh, welcome to Atlanta, and uh, welcome Sonoma Pharmaceuticals. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Uh, great stuff. And uh, uh, congratulations, Roger. What a, what a great story and a uh, new uh, relationship for Frazier and Dieter. Yeah, I think it'll be fun and uh, we, we hope to be able to grow with them. Terrific stuff. Well, Roger, I, th I think this is a wrap. So let's uh, look ahead to the, to the new year and uh, a bunch of great stories I know you've got lined up for us to hear. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you in February, John. I look forward to it. Uh, folks, uh, we appreciate you join us, joining us here on Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. For Roger Lesby, I'm John Ray. Join us next time.